Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. It's time to do business with the Mighty One of Israel. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Business is good with our Elohim. He is so gracious, accepting everyone who comes to Him in sincerity and truth. Today, we want to talk more about our business with Elohim. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Colorado and Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Listen out for our Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Last weekend, the Father blessed Miss and me to attend the Shoulder to Shoulder Conference in Denver, Colorado. The purpose of the conference was to worship together, deepening and demonstrating reconciliation between the Jewish people, the African people, and the African American people. Rabbi Itzhak Shapira, a Messianic Jewish rabbi, told us that he was raised an Orthodox Jew. He found Yeshua while studying the Oral Torah, and the Father impressed him to reach out to communities that are foreign to him. We met so many wonderful believers there and heard powerful messages about our Elohim's heart for revival among his people. Mm -hmm. This gathering was special. It was about victory in Messiah Yeshua, not victimization. We recognized our own sin and shortcomings as individuals and as groups of people. We all repented for whatever we did to perpetuate the division, and we worshiped shoulder to shoulder with the family from around the world, lighting a flame for revival. Amen. May that flame burn bright until the Adonai of creation, Yeshua HaMashiach, returns. We thank our Elohim for moving on the hearts of Rabbi Shapira, Pastors Michael Walker and Harun Cowens, and all the other wonderful leaders and believers who made Shoulder to Shoulder happen. It was the start of something big. Yeah, Mama, it was huge. You know, hearing a Jewish rabbi attest to his knowledge of African tribes that kept Torah and had Hebrew writings hundreds of years ago was really interesting. These tribes would not participate in rituals with neighboring tribes, and they refused to intermarry. They were so disliked by the neighboring tribes that they were sold into slavery by these neighboring tribes. Mm. Now, these enslaved people were brought to America, where they bore children into slavery. So that means that many African Americans today have literal Hebrew roots. Wow. Now, I wonder if they're the ones preaching that the law and covenants of Moshe are done away with, not even knowing that they themselves were born into those covenants. That's pretty ironic. We're not saying that every African-American has Hebrew ancestors. We are saying that many of us do, and we are unaware of our own history. Much worse, too many have not heard about Yeshua. Regardless of our lineage, birth, or race, we all need to be grafted in, and we all need forgiveness through Yeshua for not walking in Elohim's instructions. Amen, Mama. You know, Mark 11, verses 25 and 26 says, And when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive your offenses. But if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive your offenses. 
Deuteronomy chapter 30 has some beautiful promises from Jehovah about his intent to forgive Israel. In chapter 29, Moshe prophesied about Israel's idolatry and their scattering throughout the nations of the world. Starting at Deuteronomy 30, verse 1, it says, When the time arrives that all these things have come upon you, both the blessing and the curse which I have presented to you, and you are there among the nations to which Jehovah your Elohim has driven you, then, at last, you will start thinking about what's happened to you, and you will return to Jehovah your Elohim, and pay attention to what he has said, which will be exactly what I am ordering you to do today, you and your children, with all your heart and all your being. At that point, Jehovah your Elohim will reverse your exile and show you mercy. He will return and gather you from all the peoples which Jehovah your Elohim scattered you. If one of yours was scattered to the far end of the sky, Jehovah your Elohim would gather you even from there. He will go there and get you. Jehovah your Elohim will bring you back into the land your ancestors possessed, and you will possess it. He will make you prosper there, and you will become even more numerous than your ancestors. Then Jehovah your Elohim will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your children, so that you will love Jehovah your Elohim with all your heart and with all your being, and thus you will live. Verse 10 continues, saying, However, all this will happen only if you pay attention to what Jehovah your Elohim says, so that you obey his mitzvot, or commandments and regulations which are written in this book of the Torah. If you turn to Jehovah your Elohim with all your heart and all your being, the Mighty One of Israel has promised to forgive and restore if His people return to His covenant. So, Mama, for too long, believers have been taught that we can't obey all 613 commandments. They've been taught that even if we could, that would be works-based salvation so don't worry about the burden of keeping the law. What does the Bible really say about that, miss? Well, Tim, as we keep reading in the same chapter, Deuteronomy 30, verses 11 through 14 says, For this mitzvah, or commandment, which I am giving to you today is not too hard for you. It is not beyond your reach. It isn't in the sky so that you need to ask, Who will go into the sky for us and bring it to us and make us hear it so that we can obey it? Likewise, it isn't beyond the sea, so that you need to ask, Who will cross the sea for us and bring it to us and make us hear it so that we can obey it? On the contrary, the word is very close to you, in your mouth, even in your heart. Therefore, you can do it. This scripture says that we can obey Elohim's commandments. So which one is true? The Bible or the teachers who say that the 613 laws are too hard? Besides, Many of the laws apply to the priests only, or to one gender only, or in certain circumstances and locations. All 613 commandments do not apply to you. Yeah, that's right, Mama. You know, the Bible is one book, and not an Old Testament and a New Testament. So putting that page between Malachi and Matthew was men's idea, not Elohim's. Mm -hmm. We are in the right time of year to straighten out our past decisions that went against the Father's instructions. Last time, we talked about Yom Teruah, the first of the three holy times in the fall. Yom Teruah features the Teruah, a blast on the shofar, 
to get our attention. Now, when the Teruah happens, we have ten days before the holy time known as Yom Kippur. These ten days are known as the Days of Awe. This period is a time of introspection and repentance. Second Corinthians uh, chapter 13, verse 5 says, Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith or living the life of trust. Test yourselves. Don't you realize that Yeshua the Messiah is in you? Unless you fail to pass the test. In English, we call it repentance. Many say that repentance means changing one's mind. In Hebrew, the word is teshuva. It means more than changing one's mind. Teshuva involves action, not just a mental exercise or feeling regret for our sin. Regret is only a step in the process of teshuva. Ancient Jewish writers taught that when we find ourselves in a situation like the one in which we sinned and we refuse to sin again, we know that we have completed the process of teshuva. Teshuva means to actively return to the ways of Elohim. For more on teshuva, check out our podcast episode 54 called Repentance. Time for a U-turn. That's U-Y-O-U. <laughs> I got it. We touched on a lot of topics today, and the theme that connects them all is teshuva. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and be offended at the suggestion that you should teshuva in some area of your life? Or would you take the red pill, humble yourself, and return to the ancient paths of righteousness? Only you can answer that question. Teshuvah is doing business with Elohim. Mm -hmm. We all need to consider Teshuvah in our communities, our families, and other groups we are associated with. Maybe you've resisted the Holy Spirit's call for you to be grounded in the Hebrew roots of the faith. Well, now is the time to surrender and get back on track. The scriptures instruct us to gather at special times chosen by Elohim. In the Bible, everyone went to Jerusalem. Now, we can't all do that right now. So, we will host an online gathering on Monday, September 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There, we will read the scriptures together about the holy time called Yom Teruah. We'll pray and we'll sound the shofars together. We will be doing business with the God of Israel. Amen. If you want to join us, send us an email at redpilltorah at gmail.com. There's plenty of room for you. There's nothing you will have to pay for, and we're not asking you to leave your church. We are calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Answer the call. Well, that's it for today. Please go back and read over the scriptures we shared, discuss them with your family and friends, and invite them to join you for this great appointment. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth. truth.